Hello, and welcome back to the Music Works Microcast, business and mindset tips for music professionals. I'm Katie Beardsworth, founder of Polyphony Arts, and this week I want to talk about how to take a fresh look at problems that may seem insurmountable right now. First, here's a message from our sponsor. Music Works is generously supported by Allianz Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer with cover for all types of instruments and musical equipment, protecting you against accidental damage, loss, theft and more. Every Allianz Music policy also includes free legal assistance and support, so you can protect yourself both as a musician and in your personal life. Find out more at alliancemusic.co.uk. Allianz, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. So today I want to look at the importance of perception in tackling the problems we may face in our day-to-day professional and personal lives. I'm sure we've all been here. (laughs) Two things have inspired me to write this week's episode. One is my father's recent cataract operation and the other is a play. In Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream, Puck and Oberon play cruel tricks, first on Titania and then the four young Athenians who are chasing each other through the forest for love by squeezing the juice of a magic flower on their sleeping eyelids so they fall in love with the first thing they see when they awake. The results are hilarious. The fairy queen falls in love with a man with a donkey's head and the lovers change their affections in ways that causes comic confusion, anger and heartache. Part of the joy of the play is being able to watch and see exactly what is going on. We are not inside the actions taking place in front of us. As observers, we see and know far more than each individual character and bring all that knowledge together to see where they're going wrong and laugh at their mistakes. The four lovers know they have a problem, but they don't realise it may not be the one they think it is. It's easy to become overwhelmed by one's problems to the point where we can no longer see a clear way out of them. And right now, as our industry is slowly recovering from a long and terrible period of enforced shutdown, not only do we have all the difficulties that has caused, we're also suffering from a weariness that two years of constant heightened stress have inflicted on us. We all know that when we are stressed, it's much harder to maintain a sense of proportion and it's also much harder to make good judgment calls. One of the things that can happen is that we end up in a repetitive cycle of anxiety in which we go over and over in our heads what our problems are and how hard it is to see a way out of them. This mental process is self-reinforcing. It carves out an even deeper groove so that we are soon unable to take any other path or see over the sides of the chasm of despair we have driven ourselves into. And, like a car frantically spinning its wheels to escape from mud, it uses a tremendous amount of energy, but that energy cannot go anywhere, so it burns the engine out. Burnout is a debilitating condition which the medical profession has seen increase significantly as the effects of COVID have stretched into 2022 from that first lockdown almost two years ago. I want to talk about this in another episode where I look at the importance of recuperation and recovering from illness and stress. Now, I'm not suggesting here that just by changing your mindset, all your problems will go away and you will immediately feel better. Anyone who has suffered from depression knows that one of the most unhelpful things to be told, usually by annoyingly cheerful people who mean well, is to think positive thoughts and hey presto, you'll soon find it's not so bad and have a smile on your face again. But there are practical things you can do to try and get a handle on your situation when you feel overwhelmed and cannot see a way forward. 
The first is to try and get a bit of distance. That is easier said than done as that anxiety can be ever present and all consuming. But there are ways you can do this. One is literally to take some steps away. One of the things we have come to appreciate during lockdown is the simple pleasure of taking a walk, getting outside, getting into nature if at all possible and just walking. Don't walk and think about your problem. Take the time simply to be in your surroundings, to be in the moment, to smell the scent of wet earth or salt sea air. If you're in an urban environment, notice how things are still growing all around you. The trees, the resilient and persistent blades of grass peeping through cracks here and there. Breathe deeply and slowly and whenever you feel your mind reverting to your worries, deliberately set them aside and place your consciousness outside yourself in the world that's happening around you. This won't solve anything directly, but it will help calm your thoughts and put you in a better place to deal with the difficulties you're facing. My next suggestion is write it down. It's amazing how putting your thoughts on paper can alter your perceptions. By doing this, you're literally externalizing something that has been running like a hamster wheel inside your head. Be as frank and thorough as you can be. Identify the main elements of what is concerning you, then become more granular, break it down, think about a hierarchy of difficulty. Can you see areas which can be tackled first or more easy, more easily than others? Write these on post-it notes and shift them around. And then, and this is serious advice, go for another walk. Once again, don't think directly about your problem and all the analysis you've just done, but simply be in your environment, exactly as I described just before. However, there is something else that you could try here that I could suggest. Imagine that you'll meet up with someone on your walk. This can be a real person, someone you know and trust, someone who has helped you and given you wise advice. Or it could be someone you imagine, but someone who embodies all these qualities. But I don't want you to start telling them your worries as you're walking. Just imagine them as a comforting and supportive presence who is enjoying taking a stroll with you and with whom you can simply shoot the breeze. Chat about inconsequential things. Tell them something amusing that happened to you. Enjoy a shared memory. When you get home, invite them in. Make a cup of tea or coffee. Sit down at the table in front of all your post-it notes and thoughts and hand them mentally over to that benign presence to look at with fresh eyes. Because those fresh eyes will be yours, but you're giving yourself permission to tap into the part of you that is wise and understanding. Maybe your problem can shrink a little. Maybe you'll realise there is a new angle you can take. Maybe you'll just feel reassured that it's manageable and you have the resources to do it. At the end of the play, when the spell lifts, Hermia wonders, methinks I see these things with parted eye when everything seems double. Give yourself permission to look with different eyes. My father's cataracts had reduced the world around him to a cloudy haze. Now, after an operation to fix one eye, he is amazed at how much more he can see and how much brighter and more vivid the world has become. Of course, the world is not brighter or more vivid, but now he can see it clearly. The clearly defined shapes and colours have never gone away, but had faded in his memory as his vision clouded. Sometimes we can build up mental cataracts where not only do we see seeing clearly, we forget how much inner resource we have available to us. I hope this has been helpful. However, if you do feel overwhelmed and you don't feel you can cope, then please do look for professional help. We can't always do everything we want to, and anxiety and depression and burnout are real and debilitating. As always, my message is be kind to yourselves. 
I do have a lot more to share with you on this topic, so join me in a future microcast where I look at an approach called the power of WHOOP, a science-based mental strategy that helps people find and fulfill their wishes, set preferences, and change their habits. Until then, I'm Katie Beardsworth, and this is the Music Works Business and Mindset Microcast. For more free music business and mindset tips and thoughts, subscribe to Music Works on any podcast platform and sign up to our mailing list on our website, www.polyphonyarts.com slash mailing dash list. Music Works is generously supported by Allianz Musical Insurance, the UK's number one musical instrument insurer, serving the music community since 1960, proud to be the insurer of choice for over 70,000 musicians. Find out more at allianzmusic.co.uk. Thank you for listening. Thank you.